With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, November 4th. 2023 the 201st edition of this fine podcast i am your host andy vaughn and with me as always is gordo hello how you doing andy you well i am very well indeed you'll see i'm sporting my texas rangers hat um in anticipation by recording this on wednesday evening uh so it's game five of the world series tonight best of seven series texas league three one so if they we went do. tonight that's it. I think it's a, a D-backs win tonight, probably. Nah, nah. It's just a bit of a feeling about that. But then two more Texas wins. Is Ivaldi on the mound tonight for Texas? He has been lights out this postseason. He has been good. He's been incredible. So, yeah, we, well, we'll see. I mean, I'm I'm making plans for this weekend with like guys in the Glasgow Baseball Association and stuff like that. You want to go to the casino on Friday to watch Game Six, and if there's a Game Seven, there might not even be a Game Six now. Yeah, no, it might not be. That's the thing about like planning to meet up with friends to watch baseball. The games just might not happen. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, anyway, with us tonight we have Jerome Else. How are you doing, Jerome? Yeah, I'm good. Just finished work, so good to go. I'm going to get some winners. Excellent <laughs> stuff. We'll we'll rattle through this, and it's quite it's quite late at night. So thank you very much for joining us, and also for not requesting a seven a.m. start. This suits me so much better. Then when Gordon gets yes. his way. Oh, he should be asleep in it. <laughs> All right. Let's quickly recap last week's results then. Of course, we had Chris Kelly on the show last week completing his um, third round as co-host. And he had a very good time overall, it must be said. So well done, Chris. Um, and we'll find out how we got on last week now. So for the bankers, I was in Denmark in the Superliga for FC Copenhagen. Uh, who were playing Villoa, and it's just good to back against Villoa this season because they are getting punished every single league game they play. Um, the Copenhagen win was 2-9, to nine, and this paid out after 12 minutes when Copenhagen went 2-0 up, eventually winning the game 4-0, so a very easy banker win for me. Banker loss for me. Shite of a start for me. This was Auxerre versus Dunkirk. Uh Auxerre threw everything at them and Dunkirk scored in the 90 plus third minute to to win this game. Dunkirk had 24 shots on goal. Dunkirk, uh, so, so the team you backed against? Sorry, Auxerre had 24 right. uh, shots on goal. Dunkirk had three, uh, which gives you an idea of that. But I didn't realise that Billy Kumateo, the guy who used to play with uh, Liverpool, one of the Liverpool um, under 23s uh, had actually been playing with Dunkirk this year because I seen he got booked in the first half. Anyway, absolute shocker of a banker. Stop pick. distracting people from your banker loss with facts. <laughs> mm, it was just awful. Uh, yeah, they they had, yeah, they were all over them and, and didn't get a win, which is just not ideal for the banker. It's unfortunate. Slot, so it's going to avoid, happen. Avoiding Auxerre, uh and uh, congratulations to Dunkirk in getting their first away win of the season. It is October. 
Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, not, not a good start for me in the banker slot. Chris Kelly showed us how it should be done, though. Um, his banker, Fenerbahce, away at Pendix Spore. 5-0 win. Pretty good. I could have used a couple of those goals. That'd be great. I got a 4-0 win. Chris got a 5-0 win. There you go. We <clears throat> Auxerre could have done with some of those goals. It was too many goals. Yeah. It's too many goals. The two yeah. out of three on the bankers. So we always want three out of three. But such is the nature with sports betting, you're going to get those upsets every now and again. So keeping to them, keeping them to a minimum is good. On to the value picks then. I was in the Japanese J-League, not the Japanese Super League, as uh, none of you will know this, apart from the Patreons and Gary, who edged it out. But I was severely hungover last week, um, recording the podcast very early in the morning. It was littered with mistakes. Um, and Gordon on the Patreon cheat sheet, of course, wrote the Japanese Super League as a wee dig at me. No, the J the J League. For the Osaka Derby, Sorezzo Osaka versus Gambo Osaka. I just really fancied a home win here for Sorezzo. And they did win the game 1-0 with a goal in the eighth minute and then just saw it out against a pretty poor Gambo Osaka team this season. Odds were 12-11, to 11, so better than even money and some decent value in there. My best result of the weekend, Marseille versus Lyon. This game was cancelled. Um, this was uh, a, no, uh, a cancellation, uh, thankfully. The Leon fans, uh, Marseille fans, attacked the Leon bus, uh, which meant this game didn't, didn't take place. I genuinely was my best result of last weekend. Delighted. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, really non-runner. Got love avoid. Avoid's okay yeah. now and again. Um, didn't matter too much as Chris actually lost his value pick. Took Dortmund away at Frankfurt in the Bundesliga, slightly better than even money. They went 2-0 down super early, so there was no chance of an early payout. Sometimes you hear 3-all, you're like, oh, did they ever have a two-goal lead at any point? Nope. It was some game of football for the neutral, um, but no good for us. Dortmund got that uh, third goal equaliser in the 82nd minute, but they couldn't go on to find a winner. The game ended three each. So great game of football, unfortunately. No value winner for Chris. On to the outsiders then. Again, in the Danish Superliga for me, I took Randers away at Aarhus. I just like the odds here of almost 4-1 to one in what I thought would be a game that was very close. And I was right. The majority of the game was really close. In fact, the majority of the game was tied. Aarhus took the lead 27th minute. Randers equalised a few minutes later in the 35th. And it then took all the way until the 85th minute for the winning goal to be scored. Unfortunately, it was for Aarhus. Uh, but otherwise, it was a very even game stats-wise. So I'm not too disappointed in this, despite the fact it didn't come in. Um, so my outsider was a 2-1 loser. My outsider was shite. Uh, this was Brescia versus Barry. Uh, this was, uh, I had taken a draw in this game. It was a draw up until about the 70th minute when Barry scored completely against the run of play. Uh, to to you know, They both had a ridiculous amount of shots on goal. So like 19 versus 16. Uh, but they were all in the first half. Like they both like completely lost interest in the game in the second half. Barry won this game two one despite having 0.91 xG to one point eight, so almost double uh, the other side. Um, disappointing one there because Brescia didn't even mount a fight after Barry scored in the seventieth minute because they'd done all the fun in the first half. So not a good pick there in the outsider slot. And yeah, looking to remedy that this week. It doesn't sound like it was that bad a pick. Picking a draw. Oh, I was just game a, ending two one. Just a, just a, just a, unfortunate I mean most of their games had been within one goal but I I, I was really hopeful on this one Uh, but yeah really disappointed in that Uh, and I will look to uh, get involved in Brescia again this week 
Um, so excellent. Go back to yeah. that well. Chris is uh, outsider. Oh, he took Aberdeen away at Kilmarnock, and Kilmarnock won this game two nothing, and they fucking deserved it. Nineteen shots to Aberdeen's five. Um, and a 2-0 win for Kelly. Now, Callum Hodger did warn us about Kelly for the second week running um, and the fact that up till this point in the season, perhaps results hadn't been what the performances had merited. And we might be seeing that turn around a wee bit now. Um, so outsider-wise, it was a it was a blank. It was a zero for three week. But, you know, these are things that are 2-1 or higher. So you can't expect them to come in every week. And we do have a very good track record. Finally, the charity bets. Now, this was this was my most annoying pick of the week because I don't necessarily like picking either side of the old firm in Scotland being a Dundee United fan. But I just thought Celtic were so overpriced at 1-2 away at Hibs. And this game ended 0-0. Um, and I believe it was a fair 0-0. A, pr- a pretty even game with not much going on until James Forrest hit the bar right at the death when it was easier to score. So, Why did they go back to Celtic? Uh- Brendan Rodgers. Why did they go back to him? I don't. Kind of, it was either him or Neil Lennon, mate. That's, it, did he not get Lennon back? Honestly, guess? honestly, Jerome, I don't know, and because he left, and a lot of the fans really disliked him when he left. Like it was a lot of vitriol all over social media and things like that. Yeah, it was like Leicester's not better than Celtic. Are yeah. They? So, yeah. He didn't leave in like a blaze of glory or in like, you know, when Poch left Tottenham or something, you know, with that sort of, oh, everyone's a bit sad he's going. People were really vitriolically angry at him uh, because he'd he'd recently, in the run-up, he'd said, oh, I'm not going anywhere. And then, of course, disappeared like three days later. But he's back and he'll win football games for Celtic. Like, you know, Gordon and I are obviously up here in the Scottish Premier League's our main league. Well, not for me, it's the championship this season, but... It's the top league in Scotland, so, you know, and while we support different teams, Celtic and Rangers win most of their games. So, it's an easy gig. Like, you, yeah, One of us could be the Celtic manager and probably finish in the top two. Win the league. Like, do you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Probably win the league, yeah. yeah you know, maybe win yeah. the league, but definitely yeah. finish in the top two. It's not that hard a gig. Uh, cue loads, oh, people, oh. <laughs> loads of people getting in touch on Facebook now, but... The quality and the, the resource that the two old firm clubs have compared to everyone else, if you are not winning the majority of games, there's something seriously yeah. wrong. Yeah. I always think it's a bit like being the Bayern manager. Like, I fancy my chances being the Bayern manager. Like, right, lads, we're going to buy whoever was good last season uh, and then we'll get somebody else in to score all the goals. But yeah, it's... Uh, we we did say it, and the only thing that was against that pick, and the reason it was one to two, was they played Atletico Madrid mid yeah, a game where they threw everything into it. Yeah. But yeah, but I was I wasn't, and, much and they played so well against Madrid. Yeah, and that's that is bound to happen. But you know, it was pre Madrid game, so yeah, this was so Sanderford Bran. I had in the charity, oh, which was a, you got the most so unlucky, game. so unlucky in a lot of these picks. Hopefully, that's yeah, it all out this all out the system. Sandiford scored in the 90 plus two to break all our hearts and all our coupons that we backed Bran in. Um, yeah, a game where, uh, again, Bran had been the better team, 64 to 36 possession, um, 17 goal attempts. They were just, they, they were good. And then in the second half, they had all of it. They had 75% of the ball. Um, and Sandiford scored with one of their two shots on target in the second half or sorry four shots on target in the second half 
just disappointing there because we thought we'd won that one. We were all excited about a brand goal in there because he scored in the 85th minute. And you score yeah. in 85 minutes, you kind of expect to win the game. As the favourites as well. As yeah. the favourites scoring in the 85th, you expect to win the game. And it was just such a shame. And you know how they say like luck can balance out? Like kind of did balance out with Chris Kelly's charity pick, which was Juventus <laughs> against Verona. Juventus won this game 1-0 with a goal in the 97th minute. Yeah. Now, we just didn't need that. I'm sure Chris would happily give that up for a brand win for the for the yeah, good of Tom and all our... The league. We want yeah. the win the league. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no one really needed that. Well, so. Yeah, no one really bit, needed that. Hard breaking in there. But yeah, Chris doing his bet uh-huh. for charity there. So two out, two out of four for myself, two out of four for Chris and G-Man, you had a void game. Zero out of three. Zero out of yeah. three. You've had better weeks, no, but no. the donuts had, come to week. us all. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to, to you know, not being on a donut week this week. So, yeah, let's let's take it and go again to that. Okay, dope. We'll have next week's picks coming up, of course. Um, instead of Chris, it will be Jerome this week. But just to point out, we do have a Facebook group. We mentioned it a wee bit there um, and, and some of the messages that were put in it. Come along, join the conversation. Just search Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook. Ask to join the group and you'll be let in. Get involved in the chat. You can also give something back to the podcast, support us by becoming a member of the Trampled Bet Club on Patreon. It costs £6 a month. If you just go to trampledbet.com, all the links and details are there. Uh, as a Patreon member, you get something back yourself. You'll get the early re- release video podcast, a special middle section that's coming up. So while everyone in the normal show hears an advert, uh, you get to hear us talking about extra picks that we like for this weekend that just didn't make the show. You'll also get to see my dog, um, who's just... He's just wandered into the shot down here. Brand new from the streets of Romania. This little guy. Um, uh, Save him uh, for the patrons in the midsection. I'll save him for the patrons in the midsection. And finally, you also get extra content podcasts and a cheat sheet. All the picks written down each week so you don't have to remember which one you like. So come and join us there. Right, we're heading to the ad break. For all the patrons, we'll see you for the midsection and catch you after this short Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, and now on to this week's picks. It's the weekend of Saturday, November 4th, 2023. Myself, Gordo, and Jerome will take you through a banker pick each, a value pick each, outsider, and then round it off with three picks for a charity treble that I will be putting on this week. So £10 of my own money going on that. And should we win, uh, all the returns will go to a charity we'll announce on next week's show. So to kick us off with the bankers, and this is something that we think is this a very safe bet for the week, but still at a decent price. So when you combine the three, you're you're getting you're getting good odds. I'm very close to home. I'll actually be at the game with um, other Trample Bet co-host Joey Slenzak. It's Dundee United versus Inverness in the Scottish Championship Saturday, three p.m. Dundee United top of the table, 
Inverness second bottom of the table. United have 27 points from 11 matches. They've scored a massive 30 goals in those 11 matches and conceded only four all season. So they, they're ripping the league apart. Inverness have played nine games. They've got eight points, seven goals scored, 10 conceded. Now, United were Bookie's favourites at the beginning of the season. They should absolutely win this league on paper. And I've been saying for a lot of weeks that if you get better than evens on Dundee United in the league anywhere, you should just take it and you'll be fine over the long run. And that has proved an excellent strategy so far. They're an incredible run of form at the moment. 13 points from the last five games. They've won their last three league games in a row with scorelines of 5-0, 6-0 and 2-0, which is quite frankly mental. That 5-0 was away from home at the second favourite team for the league, Partick Thistle. So they're destroying things right now. Inverness have had an uptick in form. They started really badly, sacked the manager. They've got Duncan Ferguson in now. He came in at the end of this, uh, September. But considering United have been rolling over much better teams than Inverness, this seems like a no-brainer to me, a home game against the second bottom of the table. Two to five is a big price. You're almost, you're almost up at one to two. No disagreement with that. I think it's a good pick in there. Uh, you're an United one in that. I bring what I think is quite a similar pick. Um, this is uh, in the Bundesliga. This is around 10 and I'm going to take Stuttgart draw or Stuttgart away at Heidenheim. Um, Stuttgart have been really good this season. They've got a, a, a legitimate chance of challenging for the title. They're four points behind Bayern after nine games. Uh, four points behind Leverkusen, sorry, after nine games with Bayern being two points above them. Uh, they're tied on points with Dortmund here and they've been really, really good. They travel to play at a Heidenheim team that have taken seven points from their nine games, uh, none of which have came in their last five, um, which have been five Heidenheim losses in a row losing uh, to Augsburg, losing to Frankfurt, losing to München Gladbach, having to play them in the cup and then losing to them again. Quite a harsh set of fixtures, to be fair, on them. <laughs> having to play München Gladbach twice. Um, but yeah, I think Stuttgart have more than enough to win this game. I would be backing them outright and probably will be backing them outright. But you get them about one to four to, uh, to, to get this game on the double chance here. Um, two to eleven, sorry, one to five now. They've, they've dropped in price since. It's, uh, it's one, it's one to five on three six five, so it's yeah. between one to four and two to eleven right now on three six five. Um, but yeah, so I, I think it's a good value to be back in the banker slot, uh, and I, I think they've got more than enough to draw this game. Historical form between them even shows them being, you know, the last five games uh, for them have been three Stuttgart wins. Uh, and then you're heading into a Heidenheim-Stuttgart draw and then a Heidenheim win in 2017. So the, the most recent uh, result for Heidenheim was the furthest away game in their last five. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be taking that there. So I'll hand over to Jerome, who has a pick um, I also really like. Also in the Bundesliga, it's uh, Borussia Dortmund at home to Bayern Munich. Both teams to score, two to five. So a price that we kind of all around and uh, in the last 20 games at home Dortmund have scored in 19 and Bayern Munich obviously Bayern Munich and head to head the last seven of these games both teams have scored so uh, you know like it's going to be nil-nil but I feel like uh, how can it not be both teams to score in this game 
yeah, especially with the talent they've both got. So I think that's a great. I looked at this also as a potential middle section pick. So I think it's a good, a good shout, Jerome. Fantastic. Um, I'm trying to combine them uh, to find out the price just now, but there's no price on that game yet. Uh, probably because of midweek fixtures. They haven't priced up. It's because they're playing just now. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, um, yeah. But anyway, a draw for a draw or a Stuttgart win, a win for Dundee United, and both teams to score in Bayern versus Dortmund are your three banker picks for this week. On to the value picks then. And I am in a league that I am rarely in. But I really like the look of this one. It's Sunday, 5.30pm in Hungary in the OTP Bank Liga, the top flight, for PAX versus MTK Budapest. So similar to UK leagues, we're only 10 or so games into the Hungarian top flight season. PAX have started well. They're just one point behind Fenerk Varos, who are in top spot. Uh, They've played 11 games, have 24 points. They've scored 23 and conceded 13 Budapest, they're back in 8th place. It's a 12-team league, so that's not as good as it sounds. They've also played 11 games, but only have 14 points, scoring 11 times and conceding 20. Pax are joint top of the five-game form table, taking 13 points from their last five. Budapest, dead last, just three points from their last five matches. Pax have also been solid at home. Uh, They've played five home matches this season. They have won them all scored 12 goals, conceded only two. The last five meetings between the sides have been four wins for Pax and a 1-1 draw, and that was an away game in Budapest. When considering the head-to-head, when Pax are at home, they've won the last six in the spin, the most recent being a 4-0 demolition last year in 2022. So I really like Pax for a home win here, and the odds are 4-6, which I think is more than fair. No props. Well, I'll move on to my value pick. Uh, this is Real Betis at home to Mallorca uh, in La Liga. And I think that it's a, a good time to be backing a Real Betis at home. Um, they're not playing midweek European fixtures, which has been a bit of a problem for them sometimes, even though they've done quite well. But they, they had a draw with uh, uh, Cadiz off the back of playing uh, with Sparta Prague and doing this kind of things. They play against a Mallorca team who haven't been very good. They've taken nine points from the 11 games. Betis have taken 17 points from their 11, putting them just outside the European slots at the moment. Betis' home form, pretty damn good. Mallorca's away form, not great. Um I just think this is the kind of game where Betis will look to take all three points. And their home form has been, been fab over the last five games, beating Osasuna, Valencia and Real Vallecano. That draw with Cadiz in there and a win against Sparta Prague in the Europa League. Mallorca's away form has seen them lose to Real Sociedad, lose to Girona. Um, interestingly, both played in the, the Cup tonight, right? Uh, and Betis had a rather harsh game. Uh, they're playing against a team called Hernan Cortez who I, I have never heard of. Uh, they play in the League 1A Extra de Mura division, right? Which is basically like the Spanish ninth division, right? Which is apt because Betis were up 9-0 at halftime. Is that the Copa the Co- del Rey? In the Copa del Rey. So they've qualified through... Say the team name again. Hernan Cortez. That was a guy. Yeah. So he, led, he led to the fall of the Aztec Empire. He was a... He was a Spanish like naval fighter or whatnot, or an explorer. 
so they weren't just playing against that one bloke from yeah, like the, well, uh, the 1700s. I can, I can imagine like the fucking sixth, 16th century, Hernan Cortez. Well, yeah. they had a hat-trick for Rodri and a hat-trick for William Jose by half-time, and they were 9-0 up. Um, so it, I feel a bit, a bit Does harsh. anyone know the time difference in Spain? Because I felt like I woke up at 10 o'clock and those games were playing at 10 o'clock. <laughs> they kicked off, yeah. It was a long one, mate. They played the 12-hour game. Um, but yeah, so I mean, Betis are coming off of that, which which means nothing. But they did score and they kept it tight in the second half. They only lost three one. Um, it's just that nine 0 first half that really hurt them. Um, but yeah, so I think Betis are in a good place to win this game. They're just under even money. They're six to seven to do so, uh, and and I'll be taking a big bite of that. So Jerome, what are you for your pick? So my pick is also a game that I'll be at, just like Andy. I'll be at Crystal Palace against Burnley. And we are going for value in Crystal Palace, 17 to 11, to beat Burnley, who are just having a torrid, torrid time in the Premier League. Don't get me wrong, Crystal Palace aren't in the Yeah, you're having a torrid time at the moment, you know? Yes, yes. We just lost away 4-0 last time out to Newcastle. But before that, we got a win against Man United. I know that's not much to write home about, but I feel like this could be the game. So... In betting and in football, obviously, narrative comes into it. I feel like this could be Vincent Company's last game. He's stubborn tactically, won't change to the Premier League, wants to play out. And obviously, you get picked off in the Premier League. Whole different ball game than the Championship. So, I just feel like this will be the game. We win. He gets sacked. And I just see it coming together like that. Nice. There's, there's a whole I mean, story around that one there. I'll just take the Crystal Palace win. I don't need anything yeah. else. Like, that'll do. 17-11, get me on it. <laughs> Excellent. So, so the value treble this week then is wins for Pax, Real Betis and Crystal Palace. And that works out on 365. It's 6.86 to 1. Okay, on to the outsiders then. This is where we try and look for something. Big odds or bigger odds. The bookies have priced up as an underdog and we think has an actual decent chance of coming in. It's FA Cup week. I tend to avoid that, but you do get very big prices in the FA Cup on some games. But I'm not necessarily looking for an upset here. I'm looking for two teams that play in the same league so that I can compare like with like. And I think I've found it Saturday at 3pm in the FA Cup. Now, if you look at flash score, it'll say one over 128 finals. I don't know what round it is. Is it like round three? I think so. Yeah, it must be around that. (laughs) One over 128. Great. Uh, round three of the FA Cup. Saturday, 3pm for Exeter against Wigan. Um, I'm sure Dave Greenfield will have plenty to say about this pick. Um, but the fact they're in the same division, um, they both play in League One, and they aren't too far away from each other in the standings either. Exeter in 17th spot, Wigan in 19th spot. They're separated by only three points. They also played each other a week ago. Exeter's ground and this game again is at Exeter's ground Wigan walked away as 2-0 winners last week form wise in the league Wigan have managed a very respectable 9 points from the last 5 games while Exeter have managed just 1 from their last 5 I think Wigan will like their chances here considering their current form and the fact that they've recently gone to Exeter and turned them over also I would imagine that Wigan will take this competition really seriously they won the FA Cup in 2013 Everyone associated with this club is going to be keen to put in a good performance at the 10-year anniversary of them lifting the FA Cup. 
So I think they'll be well up for it. And they're nine to four. It's just a little too big for me. So I'm going to take Wigan as my outsiders away at Exeter at nine to four. Um, Dundee United played Wigan in a friendly after oh, the winning goal. After see after they won the <laughs> FA Cup, Jerome. Dundee United played them in a friendly that summer, and Dundee United beat Wigan one 0 I touched the FA Cup. They had who, it who scored win- Wigan's winning goal? Who scored uh, that ginger boy at the front post? Can't remember his name. Crystal Palace uh, Academy graduate Ben Watson. Ben Watson, that's what was played with Chelsea as well. Did he not? He beat games under Mourinho. Well, they, well there you go. Um, D- but Dundee United then beat Wigan in a in a preseason friendly, so essentially we won the FA Cup, really. <laughs> but, you know that way. Yeah, yeah we would have yeah. would have would have used second hand FA Cup. Second hand FA Cup. But yeah, Wigan away at Exeter, nine to four. Speaking of second hand picks and getting involved in things that uh maybe are, are have already been discussed. Last week I backed Brescia to draw and they didn't do it. This week I'm backing Brescia to draw again because I think they might actually do it. Um, I also thought they would they would do it last week. It just didn't quite work out that way for me. This is Citadella versus Brescia. Italia's, Italian Sierra B, one o'clock on Saturday. Um, if you look at the standings in this league. They're right beside each other. They're 12th and 13 points. Uh, 12th and 13th in the league, they've both got 13 points. Like they are right jammed beside each other in the league. Last three meetings with the teams between them have been uh, a Citadella Brescia 0 0 draw, a Citadella Brescia 1 1 draw, a 1 0 Citadella win. And the game prior to that was also a 1 1 draw. These games are always decided by a singular goal, and three out of the last five have ended up in a draw in this game. Um, Brescia's, uh, Brescia's away forms are not too bad. It's actually much better than their home form, but. Um, Citadel has been pretty stubborn in this uh, kind of contest. Unfortunately, during the day, this game has dropped below two to one. From that me. was what I've, I was. I've, I've been waiting to say that since I pulled a face when you announced your pick because I quickly brought it up. Nineteen to ten. Yes, nineteen to ten. Look forward to backing it on William Hill this week because I don't need an early pick. But it's twenty-one to ten. So get it up, you. Um, so, um, but yes, uh, it's a game what the bookies think is, is probably going to be a draw. 17-11, 19-10, is the spread on that game. <laughs> a home a draw away. So I'm going to take that game as a draw again. I think it's, it wasn't far away uh, in the in the kind of Brescia-Barry game scoreline-wise. Game didn't really go for me there, but uh, I'm hoping that Citadel Brescia will be more my cup of tea this week. Jerome. Where are you? Premier League. Oof. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a controversial pick. Everton at home to Brighton. But I don't Brighton understand are... this pick at all. I'm going to level you, mate. Like uh, uh, you're going to have to Ever- take me through Everton, it. they're they're picking up form. They 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 beat Brentford away from home. They just won in the cup tonight, and they beat West Ham away from home. So confidence is up up. They've got, they're playing really dicey football, so they're hard to break down at the moment. They're not conceding loads of goals. And Brighton, the European, they've got a few injuries to key players. Danny Welbeck, Solly March, they're out for long term. So they look like they're struggling to... They have a lot of possession, but not so much penetration at the moment. And maybe they're just focusing more on Europe, so they're not that fussed in the league at the moment. And Everton's a hard place to go and get a, a result when it's on song. Obviously, it hasn't always been in recent times, but right now, three wins on the bounce or three out of four, that's good enough for me. At a big, big price, what, 12 to five? 
I also looked at this because they've got to play Ajax like five days later in the Europa League as well. That, yeah. that Brighton might take their eye off it. So I'll give you the. Uh, I mean, I hate back in Everton in any capacity, yeah. but like you hate Bright, you hate back in Brighton in any capacity. So I'm happy that uh, we're coming. I, I to don't bet on Brighton to win guys, ever, but it's not because of that. It's not because yeah. of that. It's no, because, like you said, if they're focusing on Europe. They didn't have a game in Europe midweek. Everton just had a cup game, but it's always going to be yeah. a lesser side. But they, they will focus on that game against Ajax. So that will be the priority. Yeah, I think you're right. So I'd love to see it. There we go. This week alone. Three outsider picks. Okay, we, we blanked the outsiders last week, but we've been very good at the outsiders generally as a podcast the last couple of seasons. So if you fancy the outsiders, it's wins for Wigan and Everton and a draw between Citadella and Brescia and that combines to uh, something pretty big probably around 30 to 1 I'd guess okay cool. <laughs> 29.16 to 1 there you go nah, wow you were, you were wow. fucking close mate oh, <laughs> try and get your figures right next week eh? <laughs> okay gentlemen on to the charity picks to round us out let's get a charity winner in here um my charity is in Japan, but I'm not in the top flight. I'm dropping down a division to the J2 League Sunday at 5 a.m. for Tokyo Verde versus Tochigi. And the home win for Tokyo Verde is 7 to 11. We're really near the end of the Japanese season. It's a 22 team league, the J2 League. And they've seen uh, each team play 40 matches so far. Uh, so there's only two games left. The top two teams in the league get promoted automatically. The next four positions, third through six, enter into playoffs where one of them will also get promoted. So Tokyo sit in fourth spot, and that's just one point behind second place in that automatic position. There are realistically three teams fighting out for that second spot. The current second spot, guys, Shimizu S-Pulse, and then Jubilo Iwata and Tokyo Verde, one point behind. So it's no exaggeration to say this is a must-win game for them. They have 69 points through those 40 games, 54 goals scored, 31 conceded. Their opponents are down at the bottom of the table in 18th place. Um, the bottom two teams get automatically relegated and, and that's it. No playoff team or anything, just two teams go down. Um, those positions, 22nd and 21st, are held by Kanazawa on 33 points. They're down, can't catch anyone. And Omiya Ardija, who need a small miracle to escape. So they're on 39 points. And that's five points behind three teams that they can mathematically catch on 44 points. Tochigi are one of those teams on 44 points. 38 goals scored, 44 conceded. And that goal difference is actually good enough to be the best of those three teams that are all tied on 44 points. So they're in a pretty good spot and a whole lot of things would have to go wrong for them to be the team that actually gets relegated. They can probably pretty much think they're safe, even with two losses. Probably. Now, to the actual game itself. Tokyo are in great form. They've nine points in the last five games. Tochigi have only managed two points from their last five. Tochigi are also really bad away from home. They're second bottom in the league's away table overall. Um, 14 points from 20 away games in 2023. The last five times the sides have played each other, four Tokyo Verde wins, one draw, and that draw was an away from home game for, for Tokyo Verde. In fact, Tokyo are unbeaten in the last eight occurrences of this fixture going all the way back to 2019. Everything looks good for Tokyo Verde here. The situation, the importance of the game, 
the league standing so far, the form, the recent head-to-head record, and the price is 7-11. to 11, So it's, I guess, a really good bet this weekend. So that's my charity pick. Tokyo Verde. Nice one. Okay, well, I will talk about my final pick of the week. This is in the Sierra B. It's round 12. And it's two teams you thought, are they not in Sierra A? It's Sampdoria versus Palermo. Um, so I really like a Palermo win here, and it's the pick I'm most excited about this week. It's not my favourite pick of the week, because that immediately fucking kills it. Um, but yeah, the, it, it's a pick I'm quite excited about. It's the Palermo team who are fourth in the league. They're six points behind first, but they're one point behind the automatic promotion place of third. Um, this is Venezia and Candetano are above them on 21 points. Uh, they play a Sampdoria team who are looking like they might head into the Sierra C and all those weird leagues that have like Sierra C point A, Sierra C point B. Um, yeah, they've taken seven points from their 11 games. Palermo have been ridiculously good away from home, winning their last four games on the spin against Medena, Venezia, Ascoli and Reggiana. Um, th- their form against uh, Sampdoria, if you look, stretches their away games are like 2016 to 2011. So it's when they were between leagues here. Uh, and there's been two draws, two Palermo wins and one Sampdoria win in there. Sampdoria's home form's absolutely stinking. They're just off of two kicking defeats to Salernitana uh, in the Cup and Sudtirol uh, in the league. You can get Palermo at 6-4. I think that's quite a good price. Go on, Jerome. So when I check the head-to-head record, this is Arsenal against Newcastle, both teams to score. The head-to-head record... You wouldn't like it, but the two teams, you would like it. Newcastle, right. they must be like just probably behind Man City in, in form-wise. They they started the season, you thought uh, the dream's over, but recently they have just kicked on again and they just went to Manchester United tonight. What is it? 3-0, no sweat. Yeah. Killed me in a bet for £200, needed a Man United. <laughs> but but <laughs> Newcastle, they're just so dominant. They score goals at home, as Crystal Palace found out, four goals. And Arsenal always score goals. When they got their full team out, Arsenal know how to score goals. So 2.5, both of those, I feel like that that should come in easily. I mean, they're both on 11 points in the farm table from the last five games. Uh, Newcastle scored 18, conceded four. Arsenal scored 14, conceded four. I could see this being both teams to score. So, like it. Andy? Yeah. Give us the numbers. There we go. So that's a charity treble of wins for Tokyo Verde and Palermo and both teams to score in the Arsenal-Newcastle game at the weekend. Tying that all together as a treble, 6.01 to 1. And you get a little bet boost in there. 2.5 Newcastle-Arsenal. Oh, hang hang on. 2.5. Hang on, Jerome. Is the bet both teams to score and over 2.5 or just over 2.5? No, no, no. Just 2.5. 9 to 10. Just 2.5. Oh, okay. I I thought you were going full Joey there in there. I thought you were enhancing the odds by taking almost a double. Well... That's act special. I'll I'll tell you what that does. That boosts the odds then. So, yeah. recap. A win for Tokyo Verde. A win for Palermo. And over two and a half goals in Newcastle versus Arsenal, 7.04 yes. to one. There you go. Yeah. And that will return £80.43, which is 
Nice. Yeah. Right, damn good. Hopefully we are announcing that that's going to a charity on next week's show. Well, gentlemen, thank you very much. That was good fun. We, ra- we rattled through that on Wednesday night. Uh, is there anything to add before we wrap things up for the week? Nothing from me. I've already made my apology to Tom for ruining fucking Brand's chances of winning the league. So, I mean, that's that's all there is for me to add to this. I, I thought that um, Everton was a great pick, but now I'm like, okay, it's not. Don't second guess. Don't second guess yourself, Jerome. You've got form for hitting insanely big outsiders. Yeah. So this is a wee Sheffield, one. Sheffield Wednesday versus Newcastle. I seem yeah. to remember the game being. Yeah, we can still we can still dine out on that one. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, join the Facebook group, guys. Come and get involved in the conversation. Search Trample Bet Podcast. Go to tramplebet.com. You can see details of our Patreon and get involved in that for six pounds a month. Really helps us out, gives something back to the show. And you also get all the extra content, the early video podcast, the cheat sheet of all the picks written down, and also the middle section. And I will point out on the mid section, three or four weeks ago, I picked Texas Rangers to win the World Series at eight to one. They are three one up going into tonight's game in a best of seven series against the Diamondbacks. So if they win tonight, or on Friday if needs be, or on Saturday if needs be, then that 8-1 shout is a winner. So I'll say something I don't normally say to end the podcast, which is, go Rangers. I'm going to clip that. (laughs) That's it. That's the show done. Gordo, thank you very much. Jerome, thank you as always. Cheers to everyone for listening. Good luck with your picks at the weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McLarnan, and Gary Black, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.